I'm not good Just the good stuff, baby. I'm gonna get a knock on the door from a courtesy officer soon. <laughs> Just don't let them in your apartment. That's when they arrest you. Uh, fun fact: anyone who has cops come to their house, don't let them come in. They're gonna ask, "Hey, can we come in?" No matter the circumstances, unless there's someone in your house robbing it, don't let them in the house. Cops, vampires, same rule. I was gonna say, yeah, it's yeah, like a vampire pretty much, rule. Pretty much. Also, garlic. They hate it. Cops hate garlic. Cops hate garlic. <laughs> and vampires love donuts. Vampires love donuts. <laughs> and if you stab either in the chest hard enough with a wooden stake, that's how you get them. That's true for most yep. things. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Also, like, what other kind of steak is there? Why do they say wooden? I guess it's like meat. There's, there's like a plastic tent steak. That ain't going to cut it. No, well, not railroad. at the time Brom Stroker was putting pen to paper. <laughs> have composite tent poles back then no i'm just saying if you're in the woods and you encounter a vampire out there wasn't there a study well i don't want to say a study done i don't know what studies have been done on vampires let's be honest um in the van helsing institute yeah i don't i don't want to reference the scholarly community here but um pretty much saying that if vampires existed the humanity would be wiped out literally within i think less than months like you can't sustain vampire like a vampire community you can if you learn Hammond. It's the breathing that imitates the sun's the sun's waves. Oh, fine. Thank you. That what is that from? JoJo. That was that was a JoJo's reference. Got it. Okay, that's right. Is that enough? Is that enough small talk to make you guys feel comfortable? The anime <laughs> counter is back at zero. <laughs> it is. Don't it worry. Is. It's a, it, JoJo isn't even anime. JoJo is like a I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> A prog rock AU. <laughs> it's the most anime and somehow transcends transcends anime to be something of its own. Yes, it is like it's like part part like AMV, part anime, part Isn't there like action a new, movie. A Netflix original or they're hosting something by the same animators? Yeah. This is a spin-off. Oh, it's a spin-off. Yeah, it, it's called like Thus Spoke something. I don't yeah. know anything about it. Oh, but okay. I I know it has some of the same characters as one of the one of the seasons. Gotcha. I uh, I was just thinking how um, this week, <laughs> this is a great segue into a joke I made this week. Uh, there should be a JoJo season where instead of like hot mafia or like uh, hot around the world in 80 days people, they're like hot podcasters and all of their stands instead of after prog rock songs are Simpsons references. Okay. It's like, <laughs> go race car bed or go trampoline. <laughs> My stand is called Four Finger Discount. I watched an episode today that uh, I forgot had one of my favorite just offhand quotes bart just like homer walks into the kitchen and barks like in the middle of talking to lisa and uh before homer can say anything bart goes so i says to mabel i says and then homer starts talking and just like as a way of like continuing an information while the main character goes off screen one just saying so i says to mabel i says <laughs> this is great so this is what i says to mabel i says so then I says to Mabel, I says, Hi, kids. I'll finish this later. Hi, Dad. Where's your mother? Out back. So anyway, I says to Mabel, I says, It's great. 
Before we start, I had a thought earlier this week, and I wanted to bring it up because I think he participated in one of these based on a profile picture, Will. So <laughs> what I don't understand, this was a phenomenon in, I think, the 2000s, or not 2000s, 2010s. We had... I was seven, so go on. Yeah, no, no, 2010s. <laughs> so um, Spart- what was it called? Like Spartan races and yeah. color runs and zombie runs. Why would people subject themselves to that? Like... What is the fun in going and running a marathon and then crawling through mud while getting zapped? And, like, what what do you get out of it? Uh, I, I have a pretty cool display of medals. Um, How many have I you done? Raise... I've done f- six. Six of them? Yeah, I've done, I've done three of, 5K. Over the span of how long? Probably three or four years. Okay. We're talking Spartan races, did... not 5Ks. Like doing, going out and doing the five, oh, yeah. like doing the runs, no. like all, all that I get. But then there's like the Spartan stuff. Like I never understood it. I've done two or three tough mutters, not tough, tough mutters. Uh, that's right. What's it called? Rugged maniac. I've done two or three of those. Jesus. Same thing. Uh, I've done three Spartan races, I think three or four. Uh, mm. And like, if you finish. Uh, the 5k, the 10k, and the half marathon in one year, you got like a cool trifecta medal, and I did that and the half one? marathon one. Yeah, I, I, I have a tradition where I bring a, I bring a cigarette and I wrap it in plastic and keep it in my, my shorts for the entire race, because the last obstacle is always jump over fire and get, get your photo taken. So uh, the last obstacle, I take out my, my cigarette out of my out of my crotch <laughs> and light it on the fire, and I'm the only guy smoking a cigarette at the end of the while well, they're handing out like bananas and protein bars. I have a lit Marlboro Red. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They don't like that, but some of the guys think it's cool. I have... That seems pretty antithetical. Uh, That's a, yeah, finish but up. Why subject yourself? Well, I mean, it's it's like a, it's like a five k, but then you have to run through hot coals, get zapped by little things, and then I don't know, like get shot in the kneecaps. Like, what's we, we don't do? No, the the, the Spartan races gimmick. don't have the yeah. It's like it's like doing a Ninja Warrior. It's uh, cosmic bowling the... versus regular bowling. It's like, oh, this is different. <laughs> yeah. This makes a boring activity Spartan, seem more fun. Spartan racing is to like the Peachtree Road Race as cosmic bowling is to regular bowling. Nail on the head. Wow. See, I didn't like. I, I did I've never Sorry, seriously ahead. considered doing any of these things, but I absolutely see the appeal of being like, yeah, I'm, if I'm chased by zombies, if I'm chased by something, I'll run fast. I'll continue to run. Or it's like, that does oh, if there's a a fun like. Uh, like obstacle I have to cross along with running that seems pretty cool I can prepare myself for that along with run I understand also like they send you out in a group of like 50 so like there's some there's some camaraderie involved like I, I miss oh, it a little bit so I that's camarad- camaraderie okay it'd be funnier it if it was the opposite like tripping just alone <laughs> no like you really sit a pack of 50 but there can only be one you know what I'm saying <laughs> like a hundred games I saw a guy, and he had on, there, he had like fifty middle-aged women with him, and they all had on matching shirts and said like you know, like Doctor J's boot camp or something like that. And then he, I guess, was Doctor J because he was the one guy, and he had a, like fifty feet of rope coiled around his waist, like Indiana Jones, and like a grappling <laughs> hook. And I was like, what did you think they were gonna make you do? <laughs> like this guy, they had, they had big like. He had big, like, Doc Antle vibes. Like, these are all of my wives, and we're doing the Spartan race together. Dr. J and the but, women. Uh, 
I did I did one at Lake Lanier and like I started off on the beach of Lake Lanier and it went uh, off into the woods and then you went actually into the lake like up to like waist high and like ran to an island and ran back and then you went on the golf course and you went back in the woods and like you're in the mud it was, it was great it was like you know so many different biomes in one in one race that like you know a road race well, just kind of single sucks. biome but yep continue well different uh <laughs> sorry it was still all very deciduous <laughs> and temperate <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, no, I was Arctic. I was I was in the desert. <laughs> I understand a little bit better now, but Will yeah, saw it's, it's, it's more a mad, fun than mad, a mad, mad world at a very uh, impressionable age, and he's trying to chase that high. Find that big W. Uh, I've I've only done like one road race, but I had a priest throw holy water on me during it. So like, so you're going to heaven? That's now. pretty That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you didn't win the race. But I did one, that. You you won a place in the Lord's heart. Right. That's really all I want. <laughs> That's what we all want. I'm begging for it. It's the race of life. <laughs> Folks, welcome to episode... What episode is this? I, I should have written this down. 148. 148? 148. The Lord's number of the Radish Podcast. <laughs> Please forgive me, God. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts. I am the uh, the curator, the man with the keys, the your dad this week. I'm Will. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we've moved on to New March, uh, and, uh, excited to announce that, uh, New Metal March, New Metal March, (laughs) uh, I am, uh, hardcore will never die, but Sean will, that's right, it's Mogwai March, everyone, uh, Uh, we're listening to uh, the the Scottish post-rock band Mogwai, who, uh, released a a great album this year, but this is the one from, I think, 2011, it's also a great album. Mm. Uh, hello, everybody. It's Tyler Mink, BF. Literally anyone, GF. <laughs> Please. Is that it? Uh, <laughs> that's a cry. That's a cry for help right there. Podcaster, BF, the girl reading this, GF. God. John, you don't get to complain about that. You're happy. <laughs> You know what it's like to have gone through a pandemic alone? (laughs) No, you don't. Sadly not. Every day I come home and I tell Max what I did today, but it doesn't matter because he was there for all of it. (laughs) Uh, We got some good news this week. I'm not going to lie to you. This is not going to be the the, the goof news. This is the good news. No, all the the other news was news. (laughs) Technically. They were statements uh, made. Got a couple things. This first one comes to us from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, the city of twins. Greatest freaking city in the world, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my new bit. So I'm going to say that after every city name. Um, <laughs> You're doing they, the Bon Jovi bit. <laughs> the 80s reunion act bit. Ah. Uh, Terra House, Indiana, greatest freaking city in the world. <laughs> it's Oat. Uh, uh, eight-year-old Minneapolis wrote uh, to All Things Considered on his local uh, Hi, my name's Leo. I'm eight years old. I listen to All Things Considered in the car with my mom, and I listen a lot. Whoa, Leo. Just... Credentials off the bat. Respect. Uh, He says, I never hear much about nature and dinosaurs and things like that. 
Maybe you should call your show Newsy Things Considered, since I don't get to hear about all of the things. Burn. Or at least please talk more about dinosaurs and other cool things. <laughs> Sincerely, Leo. Sincerely, like he didn't just eat their lunch on... <laughs> I love this kid. Leo, come on, Radish. We'll talk about dinosaurs as well, much as you want. <laughs> the show was canceled days later. There's now dinosaur <laughs> talk or something going on in the time slot. Dinosaur talk with Leo. He, he, he got the slot. They, NPR posted this. So like they, they must have like a humiliation fetish because they were just like, <laughs> yeah, this kid just totally called us out. They did have him on the NPR.org and they interviewed him about dinosaurs, which was, which was sweet. Nice. Aww. I just love this kid being like, all things considered. More like <laughs> news things considered. <laughs> I'm very excited for Serial Season 4, where Sarah Koenig uh, really gets to the bottom of the meteor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Leo, there's no way Leo doesn't become like a Ben Shapiro type. But, Leo, we're pulling for you. <laughs> all things considered? False. He, he really just said, all things considered... Have you considered dinosaurs? Like, that's literally all he did. Leo, for your sake, and I, I feel a good feeling about this, there'll be some more there'll be some good dinosaur news coming up in the near future. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> the laziest Frenchman. Oh. Oh. Uh next one's a little bit more exciting. Uh, the Frozen Animation Code helped engineers solve a 62-year-old Russian cold case. Wow. Uh, I love the story. The, the case was the... So I'm not Russian. Uh, I'm taking my time. Uh, the the, the, the Dietlov <laughs> Diet Pass incident. I don't know how you say that. Uh, greatest freaking city in the world, the Dietlov Pass. <laughs> uh, where like nine Russian hikers died in the late 1950s. <laughs> greatest have, city in have, the world. Greatest freaking city in the world. <laughs> And uh, they have no idea how it happened. Uh, but luckily, uh, some Russians were watching Frozen. Uh, they had their, their yearly leisure time and uh, <laughs> noticed how realistic the snow looked. And so they hit up Disney Animation, uh, who helped them simulate an avalanche. And they were able to confirm that an avalanche of that size in that town of the country, localized entirely in your computer, uh, could crush... <laughs> Nine hikers, and so they were able to solve the solve the Dietlov pass incident yep. thanks to Elsa. Yep, they're dead. This was a. I remember this was like the Dietlov pass incident was like one of those creepy Wikipedia articles that you would go and read to like it's like this strange mystery that was like highly you know documented, but no one could ever figure it out. So I was like, I saw this was news broken in a TikTok, which is I think the first time it's happened in a year and a half. Um, and I didn't quite believe it, or I just thought it was something that was just like, oh, it must have just happened in passing. Uh, no, that's a real thing that happened. Uh, <laughs> but it was uh, great to have some closure on this one unsolved mystery, this one very strange unsolved mystery, where it was like all of their, like, they were found in the snow, their bodies, they had no eyes or tongues. They had slight, uh, r like, they were, their bodies were slightly irradiated. Their That's the mummy, baby. That's Brendan Fraser's were, the mummy. <laughs> their bones were crushed. Uh, it was like this very like strange. And Frozen like, was some able them... to I, explain the radiation. They simulated it on Elsa. They put nine Elsas <laughs> <laughs> on a hiking trail, <laughs> and then dropped a Dyatlov Pass, greatest friggin' city in the world, amount of snow on her at once. <laughs> 
I, I forget what I explained in the radiation, but uh, it was an extremely oh, sure. weird story. <laughs> yeah. um, Such is life. Yeah. That's <laughs> leftover, or no, I guess Chernobyl was 30 years after that. Never mind. I just love the idea of, of Sean discovering TikTok as a news source. Sean's just sitting here and then <laughs> learned about the Dietlov uh, incident <laughs> being solved and was like, I, I was dead before today. <laughs> they used they used Big Hero Six to find DB Cooper, so it's not that <laughs> Wrecking Ralph's gonna get to airplane. the bottom of the twenty sixteen election. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that that they are able to solve the Dietloff Pass incident because uh, after after sixty years they just couldn't let it go. Mm. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'll allow Eric, it. Can we please get a riotous clap. <laughs> Uh, did y'all see Pixelated Boat had uh, updated Wikipedia for the Dietloff Pass to say that <laughs> nine hikers were killed after an ultrasonic weapon was fired by Bigfoot? That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is fantastic. I love the idea of Bigfoot with a weapon. <laughs> It's like it's like Ryu in in Fortnite with the gun. It's like, come on, <laughs> his, his arms are the guns. You can shoot a Hadouken. <laughs> so to all of our friends in Minneapolis and the Dietlov Pass, um, <laughs> greatest city in the world, greatest freaking cities in the world right here, south of the earth. Um, Great pizza. Beautiful women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> slightly irradiated. Uh, I. Holding a concert on... for nine frozen mutilated bodies. Greatest <laughs> city in the fucking world. And Olaf. <laughs> Josh Josh Gad helped solve the Dietloff Pass incident. Put that in your time capsule. Josh Gad. I was I was on TikTok and I heard this I heard this Russian song that was just a bop. It was by a band called the uh, Molchat Domo. I'm not saying that right. Uh, they're actually from Belarus, but the song was in Russian. Uh, and I was like, man, this song rules. I looked it up and I was, I was getting down to it. And then I read the comments of the TikTok and someone was like, the lyrics are actually a Belarusian poem about a poet who woke up in the bathtub after a failed suicide attempt. Oh, and I was God. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, the Baltics. You scared. <laughs> Damn, son. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Belarus. <laughs> But listen to that song though. I can't. I can't. I can't even begin to pronounce it. But it's a good song. It's, it's next week. It's going to be Sean's show and tell. Oh, I'll I'll co-sign it if you <laughs> if you pronounce it. I'll co-sign. I've seen Hunt for it October two or three times. I probably can do it. And the sum of all he, fears. He's 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 Scottish. I think is is a uh, Irish. What's Sean Connery? Irish. Wait. Irish? Scottish. Very Scottish. Wait. No one knows. French. Scottish. French. <laughs> oh, we got some show and tells. <laughs> So you do a segue. I just think they're neat. Thanks, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> we actually we get uh, what's her face? Who's the voice of Marge? Is it Julie Kavner? It's Marge. Yeah, it's Julie Kavner. We get Julie Kavner to do that every week. Like we get Gary to, <laughs> to do the song every week. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. Bye. Long enough. Now. You you can go. You know the password to get out. <laughs> he's, like, he's he's in my apartment. There was a time that Nancy Cartwright like 
watched all of my Instagram stories for maybe two or three weeks. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> Nancy. And I was like, what's going on? Like, can we like, could I like get Nancy, the voice of Bart and others on the show as a guest? Uh, but then I read up, she's lifelong Scientologist. So maybe, mm. maybe not. That's going to stop you from getting Bart Simpson on our show. Scientology. That's true. No, you're, you're right. I would, I would, if we had the opportunity to interview Beck or Tom Cruise or, uh, uh, Becker. Yeah, I thought just making said Beck or Tom Cruise. Becker oh, okay. would be Becker would be Beck great. or Tom Cruise. Get Ted Danson in character on the show. <laughs> yeah, was Ted Danson in Becker? He was Becker. He was Becker. He was Becker. I don't know what Becker is. He was the titular Becker. Oh, didn't you ever leave King of Queens on for too long? <laughs> no, I never watched King of Queens. Oh, you're missing out, oh. baby. <laughs> greatest I see show now in the why. World. Queens, I see now why <laughs> your allegiance lies with what's his name? Billy Toby Gardell. Billy Gardell. Billy Gardell. Yeah, because you and not weren't not a uh, Kevin James Smith. Kevin Smith or James. Honestly, it's oh. Kevin James. It's Kevin James. He got two first names, like a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Um, he wants to. He wants to do a show and tell. He wants. To, he wants to tell me something. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. I got a quick one this week, uh, kind of following up from last week's episode in which I was talking about uh, another kind of culinary channel on YouTube that I've been getting into recently since the dissolution of Bon Appetit. Uh, I've brought another one By this the week. coward Robert and Ford. <laughs> it is uh, Tasting History. It is hosted by uh, a guy named Max Miller. Um, it is a delightful cooking channel where Max takes you through old recipes from like I want to say, like, shortly after, like, shortly A.D., like, maybe in the first couple centuries A.D., all the way up to, like, the 1950s, where he makes, like, an old birthday cake. Uh, but he goes through all these old recipes, guides you in how to make them, like, brings you all the ingredients, uh, and then he goes, while everything's, like, cooking, he tells you the story of the meal, and guides you through, like, ancient texts and histories and interesting stories centering around that meal. Um, it's super interesting. Max is incredibly charismatic. He's, you know, very fun to watch. It's a very like DIY show. There's no studio involved. As far as I can tell, it's like one camera. Max is in his dining room when he's filming and he shoots in a very small Los Angeles kitchen. Um, but it's still just so delightful. All the ingredients he like suggests are like very accessible because I mean, he lives in Los Angeles and obviously there are some ancient, you know, Roman ingredients that you can't quite find, but you can adapt. Um, well. he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes through like, uh, old texts will bring you like kind of like the original pronunciation or try to like bring you the original language, uh, and translate it. Um, he's very like adept at kind of like speaking these languages when he needs to. Um, it's well-researched. It's very nerdy. It's just an absolute delight. I feel like it's like it's only been going on for a year, um, but it's just a uh, very. Peyton and I have gotten used to like watching one every week whenever he makes a new uh, recipe, and it's just nice to spend time with him and like hang out uh, as he guides us through like these old history uh, historical recipes. Um, it's not you know exactly like you know what I talked about like how to drink where it's like recipes. I was like oh I might try that. Like none of these they sound interesting, uh, but I it's not my thing. Um, but it's still, it's just nice to hang out with Max and, uh, learn about history and recipes. And I think he just got a cookbook deal, um, which is good for him. 
But yeah, uh, Tasting History of Max Miller. He's on TikTok as well, where he does Facts by Max, which is an incredible, uh, you know, little mini series title where he just talks about like little fun history facts about stuff he dredges up when he's researching recipes. Yeah, real delightful. Rest in peace, Max Miller. <laughs> Ma- Max also on TikTok talks about the uh, diet to lot pass mystery. Um, <laughs> that's where Sean knows everything about that. No, Sean, I thought yeah. you were talking about. Because uh, I watch History Channel. I don't know if anybody else here watches History Channel. Um, I don't care about aliens or Hitler that much. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I watch a little bit of Agent Aids. It does have. Um, oh shit! What's that show? There, there's only one show on there. Um, Forge and make, Fire. Forge and Fire. Um, yeah, baby. Love that show. But there were there's a show that they came came up with on there. It it looked like the stupidest, most hilarious show I've ever seen. Called Eating History. Have you guys heard of this show? Literally, no, no. they find packaged food that's like rations packaged from World War One. Oh, and then Steve, they, like, 1989 MRE. I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> this sounds like it. Steve's. Yeah, that's Steve's whole game. Which Max uh, also he makes nods to. He like says like Steve MRE 1989, great channel. Uh, uh, but yeah, oh, well they rip they I, rip that person off and they just eat old shit and of course it's bad. And here's the, you want to, ooh, this is a little nasty. This is a little uh, uh, oh, uh, shady, <laughs> but uh, History Channel's YouTube uh, just started a show uh, called, I want to say, like, Cooking History or something like that, like, Historical Chef or, I don't know. But it's hosted by XBA uh, Test Kitchen Chef Sola, and she's making historical recipes, and it just started. And I was like, ooh, that seems a little, like... History Channel, back uh, off. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Max Miller, he's great. It's delightful. He gets like he has a little Pokemon plush uh, behind him in every episode that's made somehow like theme with that day's recipe. Mm. Uh, he's just a big nerd. Um, hey, what are you trying to say about Pokemon fans? We've got, we got a long episode <laughs> ahead, if not. <laughs> <laughs> They're all big nerds. I say this as a big nerd. I think it's, it's great. His videos are delightful. Watch them. new episode every tuesday i got another quick one because i haven't done a whole lot this week besides pack uh but i have played a lot of dark souls 3 uh, i don't know why i said it like hank hill but uh, <laughs> dark souls 3 dark souls 3 um, do i look like what i know what a campfire is bonfire that's what it is bonfire, bonfire. feral roll Artorius of the Abyss. Um, uh, it's it's the third Dark Souls game. I bought like a, a, a bundle of all three of them for PS4 in uh, like a nice box set. And I've been playing through three and there's not much to say about it. It's a Dark Souls game. It's really good. This one has a weird amount of Berserk references. Like they're everywhere. Cool. Like, there's a character who's just has the Dragon Slayer and guts his armor. And I was like, all right, or you can see we're just going there now. Uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of Berserk references in one and two, but three is very heavy with them. Uh, three is also, uh, one was directed by uh, Miyazaki, not the Ghibli one, different Miyazaki. Uh, two was uh-huh. not. Three is his return. Uh, so it has kind of a, it's got, I don't know, it's pretty good. It, Fourth it's, it's is going to be like, by the actual Miyazaki, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, Hayao Miyazaki's <laughs> <laughs> Um But it's it's good. It's like, it's given me the, the least amount of rage quits of any Dark Souls game, which is probably the highest praise I can give it. Um, I'm with the final boss. I don't know if I'm ever going to beat him, but I'm there. I finished <laughs> just, the rest of the game. You're just vibing with him now. 
Yeah, we're just hanging out, me and the Soul of Sender. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. I did a katana build this time, which I really enjoyed. I normally do uh, strength, I did dexterity. Uh, wow. It's great. And How I, brave. I know, very. I'm, I'm a hero, <laughs> if nothing else. Uh, here's my question about Dark Souls. Yes. Does, do they talk about souls at all? Are, are there light souls? Are oh, there... there's light souls, there's dark souls, there's... there's you know... Red souls, blue souls? Yeah. One fish, two fish, red fish, One blue fish, soul. two fish. No, <laughs> Diamond there, souls, in, pearl souls, In the original, the Lord souls. souls split into four segments, and, you know, one went to the Witch of Izalith, one went to Gwyn, Lord of Sender, one went to, you know, the Grave Undead, and one went to the Furt of Pygmy. He's the dark soul, so he has to split it up into... Yeah, there's plenty of souls talk, Tyler. Okay, just making sure. I mean, if they're going to put soul in the title, they better go there. Souls okay. are the literal <laughs> currency in the game, so... Oh, uh, what about soul music? Also very prevalent. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. They're, the final <laughs> boss is Godfather of Soul, James Brown. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you your primary move, apart from attack, is get back. So it is... <laughs> how are the shoes? How's, how, how are the, like, the shoe options? What, what, what joke are you baiting here? <laughs> He's souls. souls of shoes. Oh, well, there's... <laughs> Uh, what I what I like about this game is there's no right way to play it. Like they're all wrong essentially. Uh, but you can go online and like it's a game that throws you out into like this you know the deep end of the pool from the very start. And you can be a mage, you can be an archer, you can be a melee player, and all of them are gonna have a bad time no matter who you pick. <laughs> so it's kind of nice to be like, how'd you beat this guy? Oh, I used this spell. Oh, I didn't do that. Or like it's it's a, it's a game that no one has the same experience with, which I think is fun. I love I've always loved how like in detail the character creators get on you know the Soulsborne games when you never see their face. Not once. You are you are <laughs> it is it gets so in detail and you can maybe like pull your camera around to see them like a few times, but that's the last time you'll ever think about your character's face. It also it's the only game I've ever played that feels like a high fantasy novel. Like a dark high fantasy novel. There's no like cute fairies or like you know chibi sidekicks it's just a dude covered in dirt and blood running through catacombs with a torch and a sword and it feels like just like it feels like painted on the side of a van metal artwork like every <laughs> every scene in that game just feels like just grimy and like like a legend it's so it's as hard as it is there's like the world is so well built and like cool to explore uh, even if the bosses kind of suck that's really that's always been like the one thing drawing me towards those games is the world building and just like the aesthetic. If there is a way I can experience them without getting my ass kicked in the first fifteen minutes repeatedly and giving up after forty five minutes of that, would love just watch would love uh, it. Vati Vidya on uh, yeah. YouTube. I spent a the whole afternoon watching. Oh my god! I spent a whole afternoon watching his video essays about like the lore of Bloodborne, and I was like, yeah. And I felt <laughs> like playing the games. That slowly, that quickly faded. They've straight up like given him like, like the developer kit for the game. I think to capture footage for his videos. Like he's he's in deep with Bandai Namco. <laughs> that rules. But yeah, play Dark Souls if you want. If you don't, I don't care. <laughs> I've been doing it. It's been fun. Tyler, what do you got? Uh, I'm just glad that you know if they're gonna do a game about souls, it should be about souls. Um, I'll go quick like everybody else, but the. I'm pretty much just shilling here. Um, I'm talking about um, a movie that we watched last night in our Radish Discord, radishstuff.com slash discord, um, 
called The Baron of Omatsuri and the Secret Island. It is a fantastic movie. Uh, everybody who came and joined, thank you for coming and watching that. We watched uh, Castle of Cagliostro afterwards. Um, yes, this is pretty much just an ad for movie nights that we will be continuing to have in our Discord. Uh, but this movie is so good. Um, not to mention, it is a One Piece movie. But, as Will has said <laughs> a million times about this movie, it's it pr- it's pretty much a standalone movie. Like, you, you don't really need to know much more than um, there's a guy who's stretchy, there's a talking reindeer, there's a, a woman who can generate arms, and uh, a really cool-looking samurai guy and a cook. Um, oh, plus Usopp, who's the best guy ever. Um, anyways, I digress. Um, yes, this is the second anime I'm talking about in less than a month. Um, and also, I do need to recognize that it has been a long-running bit on this show that Will has wanted me to get into One Piece and wanted me to do an anim- or a podcast where I reviewed every single um, episode or chapter of the manga, which, Jesus Christ, it's that coming. Would, that'd be too much. Uh, but... This movie itself is actually, like, animated really fantastically. It's, from what I understand, and Will correct me because I'm literally just echoing you here. Uh, it's by a guy who used to work with uh, Miyazaki, uh, stopped yes. working with him, hated him, and <laughs> pretty much um, made this One Piece film. Um, and uh, he's gone on since to do work that's been nominated for Oscars, right? Yeah, he made Mirai, he made The Boy and the Beast, to make Summer Wars. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He lost well, to Spider-Verse a couple well, years ago. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. Uh, hard hard, hard not to run up against that. But uh, basically, um, the movie's about uh, this lovable bunch of pirates who run up on this island of uh, people with sprouts that grow out of their heads. They have to do some fun challenges and some weird stuff happens, some weird trippy stuff happens. Let me say, it gets weird, it gets trippy, it gets kind of scary. But it's really fun. It's animated really, really well. Sean even popped in for five minutes or so. Watched the movie for a little bit. Um, it looked we, very fun. We tricked it the looks Discord. very colorful. We tricked the Discord. We didn't let them know it was One Piece beforehand. Um, <laughs> some people We're going to get Shadow One Piece. It's going to happen. It's a, it's a great advertisement for our movie nights where uh, you cannot trust us. No, don't. You can't, you can't trust us. Um, hey, guys, we, everyone... Come watch Paddington or, 2 with me. It's actually going to be... Zookeeper. It's a Pruder film. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say it's Serbian film, but I don't even think I can get that. <laughs> I, can get you, I can get it for you. Um, Thank you. Shout out to Swuggle and Bean because we definitely tricked them into... Uh, they, didn't, they didn't know what it was coming into it. so uh, And they stuck through and they enjoyed it. So that's a real testament to the movie. It's uh, It's really great in spite of it being just a one-piece film. Uh, so check it out, but also join our Discord. Like I said, twitch. or not Twitch. Oh my God, um, Bradderstuff.com/slash/discord. Uh, I'm. I haven't talked about One Piece on this show, and here's why: I haven't finished it yet. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only on chapter 930. I want to finish 1005 came out today, so I've got about 75 chapters left before I can make a definitive statement. So just give me a couple a week. weeks. You can do that in a week if you really try. I mean, I know you're busy. You're I could like absolutely moving could. and stuff, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm on the current arc, but I don't know. I want to hang. I want to stick around a little bit longer before I make it a show and tell. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm sure when when will it's going to be his whole episode. 
Is it currently my favorite work of fiction? Yeah, but it could change in the last 75 <laughs> chapters. Yep. Is it the best comic I've ever read? Yes, but, <laughs> but, but that, it could all fall apart. Have you seen Bridgerton yet? <laughs> Watch that. Then I've seen Bridgerton. It sucks. Downton <laughs> Abbey, but horny. The last segment, Pokemon, was in the news this week. Uh, what killed the guy? Uh, <laughs> Machamp just punched the guy to death. <laughs> it was machine gun. It was machine gun Kelly. Uh, <laughs> finally down. Oh my god, if Machamp punched uh, Machine Gun Kelly in the chest, how many times? Super effective. Yes. 65. <laughs> 65. Yeah, he's normal type, but super effective. He'd be mulched by the end of that. <laughs> One fine hit. red paste. <laughs> One hit KO. Um, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Pokemon's back in the news, for better or worse. Uh, the world's most chill fans uh, got their got their Nintendo Dark this week. Uh, very happy for them because uh, they, Lord knows, they aren't. Um, but with Pokemon back in the news, I wanted to ask you guys: if you were a Pokemon gym leader, oh. what would your gym be? What kind of what kind of what kind of ship would you run? What kind of Pokemon gym would you rule over? What would your team be? And uh, what badge would you give out for uh, a, a child besting you in, in combat? In the hand combat. <laughs> Sean, I'll let you go first. <laughs> I have this is no my gym, Pokemon. But I I will, yeah. I'm the only gym leader who does not have any Pokemon, and a kid comes into my house, and I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I have a hockey stick with a nail stuck in it. <laughs> we, step, we, um, step, we step out on either side of the ring, and then I step into the ring, and then I take all of their Pokemon head on myself. That's the thing is that you can throw your Pokemon. I can just kick them. I can I can kick most of your Pokemon. Be pretty effective. Uh, break but Game Freak is Rhyhorn. Game Freak is too afraid <laughs> to let me immediately directly fight the Pokemon. Anyways, uh, I did actually put some thought into this, even though I've only put maybe six hours of my entire life into a Pokemon you know, sort of Pokemon games. Uh, they're very fun and delightful. Um, all the time you've saved in your life because I feel like I could have been a doctor with the amount of time I put into my Pokemon <laughs> games but just go ahead, sorry oh, very much Dr. not Pokemon. that uh, yeah, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm watching YouTube essays anyways uh, so I would have a grass type gym Ooh. it would be it would not be like a you know building gym, it would be in the woods it would be very like woodland kind of lots of tree structures, that kind of thing where are the bathrooms um, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, as far as I know, Sean there are no bathrooms in Pokemon. <laughs> there are no bathrooms in Pokemon. It's uh, not. Never seen. Yeah. Never had to go to the bathroom. Never had to take my Pokemon for a walk. No bathrooms. Anyways, uh, so I would have a team of four Ooh. Uh, Pokemon that you would have to defeat. And y'all can tell me how easy these would all be. I feel like most of them are uh, grass type, which I think is the thing. Um, first up, we got to get of it to my boy, my favorite. Love him. He's, uh, I think, a very clever nod to Radiohead. Maybe not, but sure looks like it. Uh, we got Young Goose up at the top. <laughs> it's not even a grass type. Little, 
Little mongoose with a shit-eating grin. Looks like the Radiohead bear. I love him so much. He's my favorite. Uh, and then speaking of, we've got uh, after that we've got Pangoro, uh, who's a huge fucking panda uh, fighting normal type. I believe. I don't know. I looked up. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I looked up bear Pokemon, and I just made my team. Uh, so we got Pangoro, who looks sick as shit. Um, after that, we've got Usaring, uh, who's another big bear. Um, he's got a big circle on his tummy. Uh, but I was most uh, struck by him because he has one skill called Unnerve, uh, which I think could really come in handy in the uh, you know beginning of the second half of the fight. Uh, and then you know I've got my love for Young Goose, but there's always we'll always have a soft place in my heart for Evie. Uh, so, you know, coming up at the rear, we've got Umbreon, uh, who also just seems sick as shit. Uh, I had to find, I have, even saying this now, uh, I think I closed the page. I, oh, wait, nope, there she is. Hold on. Let me figure out which type Eevee this is. It's, it's the, type. it's, it's the dark type. Yeah. So we're going for it. Thank you. Uh, we're going for a dark, uh, woodland kind of, uh, black metal vibe here with my gym. Uh, so if you do defeat me in combat, both against my Pokemon and my uh, feet, uh, you will earn a badge carved into reclaimed and treated pine uh, <laughs> with illegible black metal writing with, I don't know, I, don't, I, I was typing out like, oh yeah, they're going to love this illegible black metal writing <laughs> bit. Uh, but then I realized whenever I received a badge of Pokemon, which was rare, uh, there was never writing on it. It no. was just like a, it was like a no. little like a uh, little Girl Scout patch that you would receive. It's just like, oh, you beat this. Um, no. Anyways, it would still be on my badge, uh, and it would you have to if you figured out what it says, you would have won in the first place. But you weren't <laughs> thinking about that, were you? That's the gym challenge. Sean, God bless you. I would go to that gym. None of those Pokemon, Pokemon in the throne room. None of those Pokemon are grass type, so I don't know why you said that that's a grass type gym. <laughs> it's, there's grass. <laughs> there's grass there. Yeah, it's in the woods. Um, also, I was picturing like the 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 badge you get for beating a black metal gym is just like a big vest patch that you sew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. And your character can uh, customize with corpse paint. Be great. <laughs> Um, I'll do I'll do my gym next. Um, Burned down an old church. That's what we fight <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, it's a Norwegian church. Oh, that's Stage great. Church. Um, so my gym is in Gen One. So my gym is in the Kanto region. Um, it's somewhere off on its own little island, kind of like the Dragon Ball Z island. There's only a place for my house, and then the gym. Um. And it's a psychic type type gym, and I am the hardest gym that you can face in the whole region. So people come and fight me. I'm psychic type. Start out with an executor, switch it up, throw out a slowbro. Oh my god! I just used a fire type on your executor. Now your slowbro is putting out my fires. <laughs> so taking out at least you know their Charizard or something like that. Um, then all of a sudden. They didn't even think of it. The Espeon that's sitting on my lap stands up and walks out onto the course. They're like, oh my god, I thought this was Kanto. I thought this was Gen 1. Nope, Gen 2 Pokemon coming out. Um, so <laughs> take me by surprise. Um, and then when that's all done, 
Then I throw at Alakazam, and Alakazam, you know, is going to fuck your shit up. If you make it past Alakazam, I've got a fifth Pokemon, and let me tell you, it's Mewtwo. And, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and, um... You wait, 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 destroying wait, wait. kids. Wait, I want to go. I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to change my gym. It's an all pervert gym, and it's four Mewtwo's. <laughs> it's four Mewtwo's and a Psyduck. Um, it's the Fry. It's the Fraser gym. It's it's the all pervert gym. It's across from Whitney's gym. We're just staring at her mill tank. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the badge that you get is a purple crystal with a shining light in the center that represents your resolve. And if at any point your resolve falters in your journey and you the, the haziness towards the end, just, it, it just starts and, and, and you don't see the end of your journey anymore, the badge shatters and is useless. <laughs> <laughs> so then you'll have to come back and face me again, including me. You should write for Pokemon. I should. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is this is uh, quite the delivery here, Tyler. You just gotta believe in yourself, you know. If at any point you stop believing in yourself, the badge is gonna shatter. Hard no of the elite, cards. No elite four for you. All right. Got to come back to me too. So, so mine, mine's fighting type. Ooh, and, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't oh, have expected fighting type from you. It's my favorite type. Um, <laughs> and over the door is a sign that says, "We are gonna beat you to death." And <laughs> And and I have, I have a couple of theories of like the best Pokemon gym layout. Number one is a Scooby Doo hallway, just a long mm. hallway with doors, and all of my minions are hiding behind them with a kick ready to go. So if you open it and it's not me, just kick in the chest. Not even your Pokemon, just in your chest. <laughs> and then you got to fight. Um, uh, also, like at the very end when you finally find me, I walk out and go. It's my birthday today, and I'm 33. That means just one thing. Bring it in, guys. And then every character from every game, comic, and cartoon, TV show, and movie, and reality walks in. I'm the Game Master Anthony Gym Leader. No. Uh, Game Master Anthony turned 63 this week. I thought it was 40-something. That that post It was 2008. Oh, it was no. Okay, yes, 2008. Never mind. Someone, someone said it was the 30th anniversary of Game Master Anthony, and I was like, Game Master Anthony is not 63. What is it? It's basically it's the 13th anniversary, so that makes him what? 46. 46. That's much better. I feel. I saw so many people posting that yesterday. We're recording this on the last day of February 28th. I saw so many people posting Happy Birthday, Game Master Anthony, on the 27th, and I was like, folks, date's right there. I, I can't. He didn't read. say. So you didn't say yesterday was my birthday, but you know, whatever. It's it's Twitter. It's what can you expect? Bunch of bums. This is my this is my fighting type lineup. After you've battled through the Scooby Doo hallway. Okay. Number one, Halucha, my absolute boy. Yeah. My favorite oh, Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, bar this one from Sean, Pangoro. Uh, mm. Oh yeah. Also a uh, favorite. So we got those two. Uh, oh. Primeape. Oh. An all-time favorite. A good one. Yeah. Yeah. Is the the best card in all of Pokemon, and then uh, need a queen for his diversity. Uh, <laughs> you gotta have, gotta have a strong queen on the team. You uh, literally so need think, a queen on the team. Yeah, you <laughs> drop this queen. <laughs> if you beat us, uh, you get the David Carradine Memorial badge. 
in honor of one of the greatest fighting types of all time. Uh, and, and some other stuff. Fought it till the very end. <laughs> Died doing what he loved. <laughs> so you get the David Carradine badge. And also, uh, just worth oh. noting, in today's modern society, I have my, my gym is set up in one of those shared workspaces that you can rent. <laughs> so, so, like... I'm fighting you with my Halucha and my Pangoro in one side of the office. The other side of the office is like a startup that rents vacation homes and they just have to deal with it. Uh, Making cold calls. Also, if you beat me, you become the gym leader and you get on the lease and I can leave. So it's great. It's not like I'm not going to buy real estate just so some kid can beat me and then I'm stuck with real estate. No, like you're on the lease now. Good luck. Enjoy we work. Uh, That's the David Carradine Memorial Gym. My gym is is in a strip mall. It's next to a state farm and a, uh, <laughs> one of those Boost small mobile. petcos that, uh, <laughs> that they have. <laughs> I, I, my, my gym is in Spirit Halloween the other 11 months out of the year. <laughs> my gym's in the D-Outlaw Paz. <laughs> <laughs> Only nine trainers have come before you and we all know what happened to them. Thanks to Frozen. Thanks to Frozen, we were able to simulate Sean's gym. (laughs) We had to bring Pangoro into Frozen. (laughs) Also, my bouncer for my gym is a Bayware. A Beware? I don't know how to say it. It's the pink bear that uppercuts you. (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh, chat, uh, listeners... Uh, Radish Loyals, please sound off in the comment. There's no comments. Sound off in the replies on Twitter. Uh, what your gym would be, what your badge would be, uh-huh. what your Pokemons would be. Um, I think that's all I have this week. Does anyone else have anything? Um, uh, Want to give a topics? shout out to WandaVision for winning Best Drama no, 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 stop. 2022. Stop. Tyler, it's not up. I'm joking. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. No, like, I'm, I'm the show's I'm, currently airing. Yeah, it's <laughs> airing. It's. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Just... I freaked out. But let's be real here. Sean has ruined multiple award shows for me while recording Radish. So I don't even care about the Golden Globes. I'm glad. Uh, well, the whoever and won he proceeds best to care actor. about the Golden Globes. <laughs> I saw. I, I saw that one. I saw that one. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, happy for Daniel Kaluuya. Um, but uh, whatever the hell, I don't care. Uh, it's very awkward to watch. We threw it on for like 20 minutes before we started recording. Yeah. I mean, they could have just what can you do? What can you do? Um, but yeah, uh, congratulations to WandaVision for winning Best Drama in 2022 for the Golden Globes uh, for the incredible line. Actually, I don't, I'm not going to start a pedestal thing here. <laughs> I am really enjoying WandaVision. We can talk about it once the season ends in a week. Um, but, uh, that incredible line, though, Wanda, Fanta, don't do Wanda. I know. <laughs> I just Every I can't believe it. Heard that and went, oh damn. <laughs> we may bring we may bring back Square Corner just to talk about how unreasonable people get. Just about like they're either on the side of Martin Scorsese for some reason or on the side of MCU, and it's just a whole case of people not understand like displaying any sense of nuance online, and it gets really tiring. You have to you have to either hate Marvel with your entire being or name your son Vision. Those are the only two <laughs> options yeah. 
You can't you can't passively enjoy something. There's no there's no need for that. It's either everyone is either a war criminal or a hero. Those are the only <laughs> people online. I can I say that I'm honestly a little surprised that the WandaVision like BTS army that's developed like that. I, I, I wasn't expecting that kind of fan vibe from that. Oh, you haven't seen the Snyder people. Oh, well, guess not. Guess Those oh, people. Oh, man. Those people. <laughs> Talk about slightly irradiated. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours. Can't wait. Take two minutes. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. It's going to rule. Oh, I'm gonna, I am absolutely going to watch it. I'm still yeah. debating whether I should watch Joss Whedon's mess before I should watch Zack Snyder's. Uh... Just so I can compare and contrast, or should I just go blindly into the Snyder Cut? Watch them both at the same time. It, it's like comparing monkey uh, shit to monkey shit, you know. It's yeah, there's nuance there too. Yeah, was, there yeah exactly. You, you know what they ate when exactly. Justice League's four hours, but Wonder Woman 1984 was five days. So <laughs> <laughs> that movie, no one, no one can have an opinion on that movie because no one's finished it. It's still the first person to hit play is still watching it. <laughs> Learn about wishes little, or whatever. We've got some time. I watched I Care a Lot this weekend. Uh, it's not a show and tell. Also, not a good movie. Oh. Can't disrecommend enough. Man, I was expecting something fun. Not in the slightest. Did you Netflix? Care <laughs> no. Not at all. Oh. The whole movie, the movie's whole thing is like, we're going to introduce you to this despicable character. Man, isn't she just the it's worst? Cool. And you're like, yeah, I hope she gets her comeuppance. I hope something bad happens. And then she goes, no, she's up against another bad character. I'm like, okay, so I don't care about either of these people. And they go, nope, here's two hours. And you just gotta, gotta watch. As as Leo from Minneapolis would say, you should call it, I don't care a lot. <laughs> Not well, folks, that's gonna do. Yeah, it's not enough dinosaurs unless there were. I don't know. Sean didn't mention dinosaurs, but he did not. Sadly, mention. there were not dinosaurs. Damn it! <laughs> All right, folks. Trust me, if there are dinosaurs in the movie, I'm gonna mention dinosaurs. Uh, that's gonna do it this week. You can find me on Twitter at Master Thief Wilf and on Foursquare. <laughs> Bringing that bit back. Checking into all the greatest freaking cities in the world. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean. You can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter and Sean M. Barry everywhere else. Uh, that's it. Okay. Um, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something and then you were... I mean, if you have oh, anything okay. else to say. Um, my name is Tyler. Um, you can find me <laughs> online at Tyler from Radish. And uh, you can find the podcast online, RadishStuff.com. Like I said, join the Discord, RadishStuff.com slash Discord. And you can do fun movie nights, which I think are legal. Um, no. This week, <laughs> this week in Tyler's history. So, we know giants, right? Big people. Big, big, big people. Um, they're, they're a big part of ancient Greek history. That's where it actually started. Um, and it probably started because they found big bones and they found those big bones of woolly mammoths in the cliffs so that's where the story of giants originated we can also pretty much assume it's where Vor originated too thanks everybody
Thank you. <laughs>